right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, David Ferrier. David. Hello. Welcome back Hi. to the world of Dollop, even though this is our other podcast where I do the intro, like I told you. I love it's that. Different. It's been very confusing. I love the world of Dollop. Yeah. We've been intertwined for so many years. It's, so not, it's great to be seeing your faces. Well, what we were saying bef- pre-record, just so everyone knows, we definitely have we regular do. conversations, not all yeah. professional with us, <laughs> um, was that Tickled is what, the second episode of The Dollop, Dave? Yeah, I think uh, the episode two, right? Two. So episode yeah, two, two is Tickled, which is your, inc- I mean, truly, I always tell people that I do think, and I'm not even kidding, and it's not even because we're in it briefly. We could have been in it more. We shot a lot of stuff. We shot a lot of stuff. We could have been in it a lot more. <laughs> Cutting room floor. But it truly is. It's 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 almost the. I think it is maybe the best documentary ever. It is so good. It's pretty oh. great. And so wild. And um. Anyway, and so people should check that out. You also. When you did our podcast in New Zealand, our one show in New Zealand, you were all nervous because you were doing a live podcast. And then since then, you've just become uh, you have. So you're you're obviously you do uh, an armchair with Dax Shepard, but you Mm. also on his network have Flightless Bird, which is um, your own podcast. Yeah, it's sort of the shtick is, I mean, we need another white man with a podcast, obviously. So I stepped up Thank and you. decided to do it, Thank like you. the brave person Thank I am. You. But no, I kind of, I got stuck in America a couple of years ago. I came over for some documentary work and they closed the border to keep COVID out. And so I got marooned. By the way, it, it worked. Get back. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. It really worked. It worked. Got... History has smiled fondly upon that choice. Yeah, we, um, lives are saved, which is great. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I got stranded here. And so I do a weekly show called Flightless Bird, just about me and New Zealander being stuck here trying to figure out how this fucking country operates. Um, and you know, it operates why well. The water level well. and your toilet bowl is so high does, and that does, kind of stuff, does, you know? Doesn't seem, doesn't seem like you're figuring it out, too. I mean, it seems like you're sort of figuring it out, but there's a lot of turds. It's slow. Um, yeah, it's a, a slow learn. It's slow. It's a slow it's a slow drain. Um, but also you have a new movie, a new documentary um, called uh, Mr. Oregon, and mm. that'll come out. Nat- that is, is that getting a full release on Friday? Dave Anthony loves a full. Release yeah, Friday. it's um, it's coming out in theaters. The Alamo is releasing it. So it's releasing in L.A. in New York uh, on Friday on the 6th. And then the okay. following week, it rolls out in Alamos and other indie theaters. Um, all and over so people, America. if they want to get more information, go to Alamo Draft House. Is it they go to Mr. Draft Oregon? House. They go to drafthousefilms.com okay. slash Mr. Organ. See, I was writing that down before, and then it didn't go through. <laughs> so that's why it no, seems honestly, so it's so it's so funny. It's it's funny promoting this film and getting it out there because what I've found is everyone expects now it to be on streaming, preferably Netflix, yeah, right, immediately. Right. So the concept mm-hmm. of having to go to a cinema, which is what I want people to do, is really hard to like get for people to wrap their head around it so hopefully some people go i think it's a fun thing to watch it's like tickled it's like uncomfortable the preview and gets weird amazing the preview is amazing people should go to your social media david farrier on social media and You're it a is a trailer it's so good yeah so um so we can't wait to see it we haven't seen it yet but uh but we're gonna see it soon anyway we're not here to talk about how you've eclipsed us. We're here to talk about a newspaper from a random day in history. So I always That's like to I'm start with a guest. I always like to start with a guest uh, and a guest, David. So I will do my guess for the year. I'm going to guess this paper. First of all, I wonder if he's going to do a New Zealand one. Probably not. So I'm going to guess mm. for you, he's probably going to do something around, I think, probably like like 1904 is my guess. David, you're more than welcome to guess. I like 1972. I like that. I go 1972, 10 that years would... before I was born. 72. Yep. Okay. Locked in. Dave? What a disaster for you guys. Wow. <laughs> I well, this honest. to be the first thing you're saying is really messed That's up. It's just unbelievable what happened here. <laughs> uh, it's December 29th, 1899. I'm not that far off, asshole. You're pretty. It's in 1904. Off. Yeah, it's really close. It's really it's close. Not, Five I years off. Up. I was off. Yeah, you d- were yeah, fine. Right. We're all mad at you, but I don't know why I'm drawing ire. 
I think David had a better guess than you. How is that possible? <laughs> this is what this is. This is the problem, David. <laughs> I mean, if we were in therapy, I'm not saying that the therapist would pick sides, but <laughs> therapists would certainly be like, now, Dave, let's unpack that. You two in therapy um, would be amazing, and it's something I want to witness. And listen, <laughs> you need a new you need a new project. Nobody wants that. Too scary. Nobody Way too scary that. for me. Develop <laughs> therapy. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Um. So this is uh, Portland, Maine. Oh, great mm-hmm. city, Beautiful. great town. The other Portland. Um, yeah. The Evening Express. Sure. Yeah. Right. Train paper. Yeah. Murderous high benders. Pretty oh. good start. Yeah. Uh, blow up. Uh, okay, wait. Blow up a church to avenge release. Are you reading their... an oh, anarchist I... paper? It's hard to. It's hard to read, but yeah. It's really intense. Uh, blow, blow up a church. Yeah, it's, it's a really blow big start. Up, blow up a church to release avenge release of their girl slaves. Wow, this is. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, girl slaves. Really. I like girl the slaves. honesty they're talking about the the nuns. That's nice uh, to hear. I've always referred to them as girl slaves. This is uh, from. Victorian so why does the child British molester movie? have all those girl slaves, sir? <laughs> what? Uh, during service yesterday in the Methodist Mission Church in Chinatown, an explosion occurred, and sixty or seven Chinese converts and white people rushed for the street. It's well, very. Yeah. Can I point yeah. this uh, interesting? Interesting statistic out for a moment, please. It's what they lead with as well. Six to seven (laughs) Chinese people and then a ton of white people. Like it's, (laughs) it's like what I find myself doing with some of my family in the UK where it'll be four minutes into a story and I'll go, did it matter that that guy was Chinese? Oh, isn't that, <laughs> is that coming a back? Parent thing? Yeah, the thing with yeah, parents where I'm like, and grandparents that... to drop in race for no apparent reason. It's just a Does it matter? Yeah. Yep. Is it coming back? It better be important to the yep. story. Otherwise, it's really weird that you told me that this man was Chinese. I saw and a by Chinese the way, man I don't walking was... a dog. I have a feeling he wasn't what? Chinese. I think you probably were wrong on that part, yeah. too, to be honest. Yeah. Uh... Um. I actually, unfortunately, asked my grandmother why she always said that, and she the answer I did not care for. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I have a feeling. Yeah. Shocking. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Just live in ignorance. I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this sentence is not written well. I think they're saying 60 or 70 Chinese and white people, not separating. Okay. Does that uh, make sense? I yes. think they're saying it's Chinese and white people, 60 or 70 of them. Nice. No, no other um, races, white and Chinese. Okay. Yep, that's, that's it. it. All two. All two represented the big ones. Uh, Sounds like a big Trump this... would say. It really does. They, yeah, it does. Um, they We've got my Chinese street. and whites all running. <laughs> he was in court today, by the way. Which it is uh, good. Oh, yeah, he that man is in blind panic. <laughs> it's fun to see play out. We have a really terrible election happening in New Zealand as well, where the results are sort of heading in a similar land to the idea of, like, Trump getting in here. New Zealand's bad. Yeah. America seems bad. Not good. You're oh, lucky to have us. You're lucky mm. to have us. The rest of the world's um, lucky to have us. The uh, So the, they rushed out for some reason when the bomb exploded. What's and- the deal? Uh, with the building tumbling about their heads, all escaped serious injury. Well, then it wasn't tumbling about their heads. I'm no, no, sorry. No, no. <laughs> about the heads. You weren't what there. Sort of what sort of imagery do you get from that tumbling around your head? Yeah. Tumbling. A little cartoony. Yeah. Um, it was found that a bomb had a- exploded by a slow fuse underneath the church. Acme. The explosion... Yeah, very old school. Uh, the explosion is supposed to be the work of Chinese highbinders who hope to kill seven mission women and the preacher, the Reverend Mr. Gardner, who married a Chinese woman and learned many secrets of the highbinders through his wife's relatives. Is, what this is highbinder? I don't know the word highbinder. It, it, it sounds like a Wachowski script. Um, who were the Chinese highbenders in San Francisco? Highbenders, hatchet men, were basically spies and corrupt politicians who branded together in secret societies to blackmail and murder and kept track of the actions of Chinese societies such as Tongs. The highbenders were enforcers and assassins of the Tongs. Okay, 
So the Chi- you know they were Chinese is? assassins. Do you know what Tong is, David? No, I don't. It's uh, what, so uh, Tongs were um, like it was this, like a you would come over as an immigrant, and there were Tongs, and it was like a an enclosed society that you would get into um, as a Chinese person. And then Tongs would fight each other, but um, it was right. like you know they kind of did everything for you. They helped you out. They did all the stuff, and you know you you're a little, little and club David within the Tong life. And David, I want to point out that the only reason why he asked you if you've heard of them because there's no way unless we did an episode on it, I would not be included in that. So anyway, so if you get a chance, go ahead and listen to our episode. Jesus. The Tong Wars on the doll. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is, this is getting passive-aggressive. That is a I rare, that's, I... a, that's a New Zealand thing you just did where you got very passive-aggressive very quickly. It's like the no, way we that, communicate aggressive-aggressive. It was aggressive-aggressive. Aggressive. Like, fuck you. Uh, it's episode 66. You can listen to Jesus, it on... Who, what is with this guy? Feed the, the dollop jukebox. It's like, hey, you want edited, unedited? What do you want, buddy? I got them all. Bootlegged, regular, record. What do you want, buddy? Uh, that was before your mind wiped, though. So the explode. Oh, I already did that part. Twelve months ago. So this guy, this guy, it's it, of course they want to kill missionaries. So, That's fine. Right. That's like standard. Sure. Um, but uh, he married a Chinese woman and then learned the secrets of their of the high secret right. society. And yes. so he, they gotta go. Huh. They gotta go. Yep. Right. Twelve months ago, he. Disclosed a plot. This is he is the the reverend. gardener priest, right? Yeah, the gardener priest. Twelve months ago, he disclosed a plot by which several Chinese were to be murdered, and the highbinders then sent him word that he was marked for death. Not great. Why? Why Not do you do letter. that though? Just kill the. I never understand where you're like. By the it's way, con- it's the just confidence so you know. of an assassin. Yeah. Okay. It's just like yeah, I'm gonna call my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the mission women were instrumental in having the Chinese girl slaves of prominent Chinese taken from their masters and placed in the Methodist home oh, where wow. they were taught English and Christianity. Okay, there's uh, a lot more going on here than we're, uh, we're really... This is a wild... This is an HBO series. There's a there's lot. I, I'm going to say when, uh, when all of a sudden there's uh, missionaries and white people converting uh, non-white people to their religion, there's a little bit more going on to the story. Well, that's that the thing. It's saying. like, all right, look, you want to te- you want to teach some English, okay? But then when you're like, and by the way, the best book to learn English on is the Bible. So we're gonna. <laughs> this is how people talk, okay? It's always the way. Yeah, it's yep. the, the best. Uh, 18 of the rescued girls were in the church at the time of the explosion. Wow. wow. Well, that's, uh, that was an event. Yeah. I guess you shouldn't have told him he was a marked man because everyone got out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid move. I would So, so yeah. dumb. Retrospect. But so cocky. Like, so arrogant. Oh, just like, classic you're... highbender. Just classic <laughs> highbender. You know how they are. It's like in a film when you've got, you know, the bad guy, the good guy's about to kill the bad guy, and he just gives a giant speech while he's like almost dead but not dead or just walks it away. Is, and it's the same mentality. It's, it's like just yeah, kill it them. It's the, the same yeah, what frustrating are you doing? thing. Oh. The best the best trope. It, it, what, it, at one point, a guy was writing a movie with someone, and he was like, and then he'll sort of go through that speech. And someone's like, I don't think we can do that anymore. We I think people are finally that. like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, some guy's like, all right. It's amazing. Tell it still him the happens. whole plan. It's it was I can't believe very it effective for a while. Yeah. Very effective for a while. It's always been terrible, though. Even the, like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Why is he telling him this?" Oh, see, the first, I think the first the couple times plan. I saw it, the first couple times I saw it, I was like, "Damn, James Bond is fucked right now." Sure, <laughs> 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 what this motherfucker's gonna do? He's gonna get cut in half by a laser, dude. He fucking dead. Man, they're gonna need to find a new Bond. <laughs> the only way you could do it is if you uh, you really didn't want to kill him, and you're just trying to kill time by just talking a lot. Like that you're just alone. Be... It's, you've been like you've been thinking about this for so long. You've you're yeah. there. You're at the precipice of killing the world's greatest agent, and you're like lonely. Like nobody in your organization gets you. You're nobody you're wants to for hear a connection. you. Yeah, you know. At the end of it, you're like before we turn the laser on. What do you do in your free time? Like what you so do you just drink and bang women? Surely what do you read? What do you do you read? What are you streaming? Any good books? Any good books you can recommend, Mr. Bond? 
<laughs> just a sad old weird murderer. So I, here's what I'll unstrap you for a little while and let's swim. I'll get the sharks out of there for a minute. We could have a little dip. I just want to kind of get to know you a little. I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> sad. Um, two Italians fatally injured oh, and Italian. others slightly hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Now we're going to Italian news. Finally. This is uh, out of Pittsburgh. Uh, like, there's not a lot of, there's clearly not a lot of stuff going on in Portland. Right. Uh, by an explosion of dynamite in the East End today, two Italians were fatally injured and several others slightly hurt. The fatally injured were Peter Antonio and Ambrose Donnell. The men were engaged in blasting a cut at Homewood Avenue and attempted to thaw out some frozen dynamite by placing it on a hot stove. Who understands? Oh, no. Who understands and an explosion was the result. Who, please, please. <laughs> this can't be real. These are, See, this David, the, in this the, country, the... we grew up with Polish jokes, but based on this... <laughs> We picked the wrong uh, nationality. Jared, to... you're thawing out some frozen dynamite. Why is it frozen in the first place? Hey. Why are you freezing it? I don't know, but we I... got to get to it. So it's active. I'll tell you what. Let's put it in the oven. All right. We'll make a nice oh! lasagna. We're going to make That's a nice lasagna. That's a spicy lasagna. dynamite, huh? Yeah. All right. Relax over there. You kind of hit the stereotype a little hard, okay? You like too much, huh? People are going to think you're a cartoon, huh? Thawing dynamite on a stove. What are you doing? It's probably <laughs> frozen because it's just cold. It's just Pittsburgh in December. It's cold. Oh, yeah, so they put it on a yeah. stove. Man, what else are you gonna do line. with it? I, well, I don't. I mean, you'll use that. I don't have an issue with. It's just bring it inside for a minute. Give it. A, how would rush are you to use this dynamite? People Come don't on. know this. We but gotta in, use in it. The, huh? In the late 1800s, all Italians were like cartoons. Oh, come on. Just like an Acme cartoon Italian. And then I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and then when it goes off, it's going to come on my belly, going to get a big, and the smoke are going to come out of my ears. You know how it works. I feel in America, I am the whole accent thing. It is the one accent you can get away with, right? I don't understand yes. how that is the case, but it is the one thing that is fine. The Italian I think, one? Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I've just I, never really thought about it before. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't can. know. You can get away with it. Well, I'll tell you, David, you don't be saying that because if people go back and listen to the dollop, I will be canceled. Um, it has been an offensive ride. We've, it, it's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a hell of a journey. We've done um, a lot of learning. Oh. Oh, well, I wouldn't even say, but I feel like Italian is just the, uh, we feel comfortable with it. Polish, mm-hmm. I don't know if people could do Polish. Italian is just a very good stereotype. And again, maybe they don't know what we're doing because in their culture, they saw dynamite in ovens. <laughs> yeah. So they haven't right. caught up to what we're doing yet. That's how they came up with pizza. They're like, I There's thought it was Italian. Hey. Oh, so how many people died this. when they thawed this dynamite uh, out two, on the stove? Two. Two. Okay. Two. Yeah, just Boom. two. What a way to go. Low, Face low blowing number. off. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a story for your wife. Uh, yeah. Horrific. How did he go? Well, he's a... <laughs> Did you did you ever notice that he was a slow? No, he always so smart at home. <laughs> really. He never... Uh, yeah, do anything not, super not stupid? Smart, uh, ever yeah, wonder why uh, the... Uh, Ever ask you if the fridge lighter stays on all the time or if it goes off? Like little things like that. Those keep him up at night. <laughs> he ever say, I'm going to sleep in the fridge to see if that lighter goes off and if it, you know, nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is also from Pittsburgh. Okay. Where lead pencils disappear. At desks at one side of the wonderful center of the great reading room of the Washington National Library, with its labyrinth of... Isn't a library pneumatic... a great reading room? They're just really carving out a very specific section. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, with its labyrinth of pneumatic tubes, endless carriages for books, speaking tubes, telephones, and so forth, there are blanks for readers to fill with the title of the book they desire... And the name of the author, Lead uh, Pencils, New 
and of full length are placed there every morning, tied to the desk with twine. Why is this a story? Readers. What is happening? <laughs> How the library works? What? I honestly feel like I missed something. What was the headline? What's going to happen? With headlines. Pencils? The headlines about lead. The, the headline is where lead pencils disappear. <laughs> it's a very. It sounds like Jesus. It's a very. What? Okay, it's very so, strange. Yeah. Okay, so they're laid out in the library, and then wind up. Guessing it's well, wind up. Yeah. I noticed the lead pencils are there. Oh, Jesus, this guy. <laughs> Hold on. I will detwine them. Uh, no, no, okay. No, I'll no, just do it. Them. I'll just do it. Readers begin to stream in. Usually within one hour after opening, there is not a pencil to be seen. Wow. I <laughs> give up, said one of the assistant librarians. <laughs> Great quote. Jesus Christ. So frustrated. So frustrated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, she like the pencils at the end of her rope. She is done. Uh, Keller might explain it, but I can't. Of course, we can at times imagine a bit of circumstantial evidence, but we wouldn't like to treat our intellectual friends as they do the shoplifters in the bazaars. Wow. And so the government has to wink at the petty larceny and buy more pencils. God damn. Quite a sentence. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. This woman is very, I mean, yeah. Okay. I get it. I mean. You're pissed, but come on. She's mad. We mad need more the... money budgeted for pencils. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just, this is, uh, I would call this not a story. It's, um, I mean, it's not I a get story. it. Like when you go to the post office or the bank and you need a pen, it's gone. And there's it's, not one. It's so it frustrating. Yeah. It is. I didn't know this frustration was happening yeah. in, in libraries back I in the day. But I guess it's nice it. to hear someone care about this theft so much in a way. With so much passion. Because I mean, when you're so a librarian, true. what are you passionate about? Like, what does get you fired up, I suppose? I feel oh, like librarians put up system. with a lot and they're fine with it. Like, loud talkers, annoying yeah. questions. They yeah. put up with a lot. So, for someone to be breaking at this one yeah. thing, it's got to yeah. be serious. Yeah, it really yeah. is. This is why they invented the tiny uh, miniature golf pencil. I don't think that is that historically. This is accurate, what it led or... to. Okay. Well, that's what they use. Oh, this now. is what it led to, David. You heard it. Oh, oh this is ridiculous! Jesus Christ! Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, people listening to the Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, this same guy. I listen. I have a new podcast called "We're Here to Help" that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth. Uh, Gareth from the dot. You get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh or Raleigh. I forget which one you guys are stuck to. North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd, five shows. And then December 29th and 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to Gareth Reynolds. For tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast, We're Here to Help Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. Ship wouldn't slide. Nope. What? I, uh, I could I could jump. I can help with this one. Nope, shouldn't. Next. Ship wouldn't slide. So what are they sliding into the water? Uh Wilmington, Delaware. The attempt to launch the I can't read it. Uh I'm gonna say Whisser, Windsor, Windsor Line Steamship, Grecian. At the Harlan and Hollingsworth shipyards today was a failure. The new ship sticking on the ways. Oh wow! So okay, so they're they're. It's like when they when they launch <laughs> a new ship, so it like sweet. slides down. David's, David's very so, upset David's about like, this. Oh gosh! He's like people's day were was ruined. <laughs> oh, gosh. People's days were oh, this man. day was shot. They had a plan. It's just so sad. It was a, yeah awful. <laughs> I'm I'm caught up in this one. I like it's this just, one. Um, it's just way. This is when you're like, okay, you're too empathetic. 
Yeah. <laughs> the guy's still breaking <laughs> champagne over the end. Not now, Hank. <laughs> to a bon voyage. When the blocks were sawed away and the vessel started for her plunge into the icy water, Miss Windsor, daughter of the president of the company, who acted as sponsor for the new liner, broke the traditional bottle of wine and spoke the words she that did named do it. the ship. Well, you don't do that that early. Uh, what is she? I think you do. What is she? Do you? I think you do it when it's yeah. in there. No, you do. I think you do it before it slides down and goes into the water. No way. No way. Well, you can't. You How do you get in the port? water? How do you get to it? What? Just like hurl the. You do it at, at port. At port. No, no, it's at port. You're not. Who? You don't. Who the fuck is that confident that you're like? This will be. We'll get it in the water. Because <laughs> this stick. never happens. That's why there's a story about it. I don't know. It always I goes like, in the water. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you do it. I don't ships think. Have you seen not getting into the water? You slide it out. It goes many, in the water. Many. many. <laughs> you know what? You guys have your laugh. Have your fun. Okay, Nick, I know you've created a scenario that doesn't exist. Like this uh, is I, the thing that but what I'm always do, works. What I'm going to do and what I love about me is I'm going to double down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes me American, Jack. It's so American. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you don't do it till it crashes. Boom! That just happened. <laughs> To the great disappointment of everybody, however, the huge Hulk moved only about 18 inches and then stuck. Oh, it's an awkward champagne. That is an awkward moment. That yeah. is a very awkward moment. Yeah. An, an investigation showed that the tallow in the ways had frozen and caked. Put it in the oven. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good, yes. There you go. So the thing to grease it up is not working, right? So right. it's not sliding. Right. Um, and when the vessel started to move, the grease dropped from the ways, and she rested on the timbers without the tallow. Oh, boy. Oh, A lot of boat stuff. Boy. You're losing me in some stuff. boat terms here. Uh, jacks were used in an attempt to start the ship again, but every effort failed. And after an hour's hard work, it was decided to abandon the task. Okay, I'm going to jump oh, in and just say up. an hour... Not enough time if you're Not really trying old. to get a shit. I mean, an hour? It's cold. They're like, well, this will never happen. It's this... cold. You're on the water. It's, uh, it's Look, I'll, listen, I don't, this ship has sailed in I'm... the sense that we're not going to fix it. No, wait. Because this a, ship will not sail. Really, then you used a really bad cliche. I agree. Uh, I feel bad about that. Absolutely. But. <laughs> look, That's actually what you did is worse than the boat getting stuck. We've been out here an hour. And I told her to not christen it until it was in the water, tr as we traditionally do. I, we have never done that. It's that always the way been it's been thing. done where we I'm always from. Do in it. my family, we've always done it that way. And my papa said it was a tradition. So You're not boat like people. Boat you people live in the forest. Difficult cold conditions. They shouldn't be giving up after an hour. They should be out I there mean, for the for entire 1890, day. I mean, for 1899 to be like, well, I guess it's a restaurant. <laughs> Do we have any closure on what happened? Is it still sitting there? That's it. What the hell? Oh, I'm sure it went in the water at some point. Like they had to got things unfroze. Maybe not. They might have just turned it into a sushi spot, like that one place uh, in the middle of nowhere, where my dad went once, and he told me they had amazing sushi. I was like, I was like, Dad, don't eat here. Don't. 1899 Windsor ship in Delaware. Uh. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the steel freighter. I hope it is a restoration. I just heard about this place out at Long Beach, which I want to go uh, to, which is like a, oh, a ship that's a restaurant. I'm excited. Th that's I what like... I'm talking about. That's the one. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I really want to go. I keep hearing about it. I love the idea of eating on a sort of a ship that's sort of just up by David, the you got to, if next time my dad's around, you too. Oh, I'd love to take him. No, amazing. I'd they, love that. They knew his name. They were like, Peter. He was like, oh, are you? <laughs> Is Who's work? Hey, what's up? I was like, how long have you been eating here? I was like, I don't know about this place. He was like, it's so good. Oh, it's really cute. I love that for him. Uh, <laughs> so it was launched in 1900, so it took a few days. Oh, so did, yeah. So eventually it did happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then it, it shipped around for a while. It was uh, shipped around's the term. Yeah, it did did shipping stuff. Uh, sure. uh, Do we know how big it was? Broadside. Like just little or this giant thing? It was a no, tugboat. It's, a, it's tugboat. a big ship. It's really it's okay, really very ship. large. What I'm looking at. It was at. a jet ski. 
It's not a jet ski. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I started following uh, an Instagram account recently, I think Tugboat Life, and it's just tugboats out doing their thing. And there is some is this a sexual thing? shit that happens with tugboats, and it's crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. To. Yeah, tugboat, just like, tugboats are like no is joke. tugboats either doing a really masterful job of guiding a big ship through a port, okay. or it's tugboats, what happens when they fuck up? And when a tugboat right. fucks oh. up, it's hilarious, and shit goes... Yeah, when you've got a giant vessel near land, it's stuff can yeah, go it's so dangerous. wrong. Yeah, no, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. not where you want to be. I love it. Tugboat yeah. hashtag tugboats on Instagram. It's really good. I just want to keep being like, <laughs> like one of your relatives and be like, "Is that your next documentary?" Oh god, the worst. <laughs> Is that gonna be? Hey, you gonna do a documentary about your tugboats? You know what? You know what? Hey, I. You know what? I want. I just want to say you should do. A, uh, you should do one of your documentaries. Look at him. His little family. documentary. My family is crazy. You should really. My aunt. My aunt Gladys. If you it's what my family do... does over here when they're just like that could be a sketch, and I'm like, I don't do sketches, so <laughs> don't say that to me anymore. Yeah, it's frustrating because you find out it's it's frustrating because they mean well, but you, it's also so frustrating because yeah. you understand how little they care about what you do because they just don't understand and what you make at yeah. all. How much, how much work? You, you know what I mean? That's like when my family's like, that could be a sketch. I'm like, I don't do sketches. And also, do you have any idea? No, it couldn't be. It wouldn't work. I'll you tell you that right idiot. now. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, um, but it's just people being kind, so you can't get angry at them. You, know, you just got to nod oh, and go, oh, see? yeah. He's worried they're yeah. going to listen. He's worried. They won't listen. That's right. To be honest, this is a safe place. <laughs> we don't even release these. This is just the way to hang. We're just two, two sad guys. Um, David likes closure. So, uh, on May 27, 1932, the, uh, Grecian was broadsided by Savannah, Savannah's, uh, line city of Chattanooga and sunk. Wow. Oh, bottom Four of the passengers ocean. killed. Sure. Jesus. Yeah. That's awful. Go. Yeah. Well, they would, they would be dead now anyway, David. So don't. That's right. Right. That was just a it. sudden turn at the end of the story. That was just. A, oh, you're reading that. This no, is no I, I just no. looked it up. I looked it up. Looked I went. It up. Deep, I went a some time <laughs> traveler was like, I, I have an update. I, I went into a boat forum. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's in a boat forum. Somehow oh, Dave got God. called. Somehow Dave called some <laughs> fascist already in the boat forum. <laughs> Dave just Dave blocked two people and is on a 12 hour <laughs> suspension in the boat forum. He's been in that. <laughs> Uh, four men killed Whoa. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh. Okay. Four men were killed and several others injured by a boiler explosion one mile west of Elizabethtown today. Wow. They were employed by Keller and Cresson, railroad contractors. Uh, the dead were Donald Haldeman, Bainbridge, Witt, Sherbon, West Donegal, Burke. I can't tell Harris. what's a city and what's a man. Yeah, no, they're all, it's the same thing. It's like you're reading out of the uh, Bible, just like a list. Yeah, this is very, what yeah. is this again? Yeah. People or cities? And, oh my God. So this is, this is how it ends. And an Italian known as Tony who was hurled 150 feet. <laughs> Everybody gets a full name and they're like, that fucking Italian guy, Tony, he and, got uh, fucking tossed. One human cartoon. <laughs> one guy, that goddamn! It's like all the Italian guys die like a cartoon guy, but that fucking Tony just got shot, man. Fucking Tony just went flying. I heard him fly through the air. He's like, meet a ball. Hundred fifty feet is so far. <laughs> it's so far. It's so far. You're like you in the air. You're like, well, I'm done now. You can feel it. Yeah, that's big. That's yeah. a big explosion. Jesus. And we all know the Italians fly the furthest. <laughs> exploded. That's what made that. Uh, that's what made those guys thawing the dynamite so sad. They went to heaven on their own. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, oh, this is actually Portland news. Finally, okay. Um, two young men rode about the harbor in a dowry dory dory this morning, shooting or attempting to shoot the numerous and festive gulls, which helped to clean the harbor of the refuse from ocean wow. liners and fishing vessels. Pro seagull publications are far gone. Yeah, they really are. How many they killed is not known, but the warning voice of a customs official rang out through a megaphone to the lawbreakers and had the desired effect. 
How so long they're do out you there. think until we can go back out and just shoot seagulls? <laughs> and, po- and like close to land. Do people I hate mean, seagulls here in America as much as they do in New Zealand? Are they this hated they hate thing? They hate them. Why do people hate it them depends. so much? Is it because they steal your food? De- yeah, they yeah, steal your food. That's they, why. Yeah, yeah, I think I we mean, always look at the... Th- I and they're. Yes. I don't mind them. I've never minded them. I don't mind yeah, any. Yeah. I truly don't mind any bird. When people are like fucking pigeons, I'm like, like what? What the fuck? We're the invasive I, species. Like I we're agree. always just like, yeah, seagulls are. We're trying to have a picnic at the beach. It's like yeah, they fuck. They're seagulls. Fuck face. You don't have gills. Although I have been mad at them when they like, like grabbed my my fucking cod from my fish and chips and flew away. Like that wasn't fun. Hey, bro, what you, are you, you doing eating it down there? Alert. Yeah. Your temp, your, it's bait. Okay, I did what they said. I who, bought who? the fish did, and chips. Who told? Who I said put the what? basket on my head, and Dave, I went down to Dave, the beach. Dave, Dave, as you're supposed to do, as is tradition. Who, told you this? who said this? All to the you? Scottish people. Where were you? In Scotland. Okay, that's a good answer. At least, finally, one good answer matches up. <laughs> Was this really amazing? tiktok series about this guy i think in scotland who would cook up these really elaborate meals for seagulls like he'd go to the supermarket and buy like the most expensive salmon he could find i love this this one seagull that would come to his door and beg for food and over about a year he basically trained that the seagull would turn up in advance because it would get these like beautiful meals on a plate and then the very last video cuts, and it's like a year later, and the whole like house is just surrounded by a seagull. It's like a nightmare ending. Is that all like taken over? Is that your next documentary? Life. Oh, f- fuck. I so triggered. So angry at you just then. I'm saying that. I did. But angst. It's so real. I don't feel angry. It just made yeah. me feel angry just then. It was a joke. That is so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, you know just what I love? meals. It was there's, so good. There's the guy who makes little meals for a hamster, and he'll like set a nice little table and make like little burritos <laughs> or like little steaks, and then the hamster's just like, just like you don't know any better. But this guy's like, perfect. Did you enjoy that? And he's like, yeah, food is really good. He's like, well, that was a burrito. He's like, food. I like food. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, David, how is your documentary uh, tugboating going? Oh boy, Dave, <laughs> stop it! Head on a hinge, head on a hinge. Everybody Love this. that head on a hinge, right? Head on a hinge. I'm also everybody. Into this. Everybody that attended Vogel and Deming's minstrels last night has been asked for an ex- explanation oh, of the w- wonderful feat performed by Doctor. Oh, sorry, Mister Olvio. The Great Egyptian Contortion Equilibrious from New York. Okay, so we all know this is full on. We just, just so we know, right off the bat, there was, this is cultural appropriation, and there was a man with the, he had some sort of paint on his face, probably. You cannot say an Egyptian from New York in this era and make me think, pure Egyptian. Immigrant. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Whether Olvio is an Egyptian or whether he was born and raised in Harlem. Uh, I mean, can we just say how validating this sentence is for what yeah, I just said? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's exactly what you just said. His rubber neck act has caused more talk today than anything else that was seen at the minstrels for the simple reason that no one can just account for it. Jesus <laughs> don't, they don't understand what they saw. <laughs> they can't. At their minstrel show, this is just, again, really great stuff all around here. But at their minstrel show, the talk of the town was the New York Egyptian. And his rubberneck. And his rubberneck. <laughs> the young man stands erect on a table. No, and I've covers. done that. I've done this. I did this at a wedding, and I, was, I did not make the paper. <laughs> and when I was yanking at it, I said, this is called rubbernecking, and nobody got it. Uh. He covers his head and neck with a handkerchief. He is then seen to give a sudden jerk of the head, and he removes the handkerchief. So far, it's amazing. Yeah, something better happen soon. He stands on his hands with his head hanging down. Naturally, it couldn't hang up, but that is just just a figure of speech. What is he doing? This, This guy's like, I, too, enjoy fun. 
Then he begins to flop it about like the pendulum of a clock. Okay. The shivery so... music shivers hard, harder, and Olvio dangles his head about faster. Okay, so the so the he's music, got a fake head. Yeah, ding the dong. music is like going dunging yeah. around quicker. Yeah, yeah. Music. He goes with the music. It goes quicker. Right. It's speeding up. Um, it actually looks as though nothing but the skin and flesh connected his head with his body, and the act is indeed a startling one. This dude's got a you know, loose neck. It's loose here, necking. Here's if you're if you're a reporter, here's your job. Make me feel like <laughs> I was there. What actually happened? This guy's like, man, by the way, here's another little confusing joke that doesn't help the description. But it was crazy, man. But I cannot believe you. what I saw. It he was right. And then I believe there were two heads, but I'm not sure just what happened. What so he like he was swinging his head. Like back and forth like a pendulum really head... quickly. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And he, like. he really was really of... impressed by this. Really, he was really, really impressed by this one People thing. were like, that's... where's they his... all are. What's his head? Yeah. Wow. And this was, again, at a minstrel show. So, you know, it's really pretty cool company. A reporter asked Olvio how he did the trick, but he said he couldn't explain it, which meant he wouldn't. Yeah, what is this before people knew magicians' policies? He's breaking down what's happening. This is An the worst article. I'm, ah! I'm I'm not kidding. This might be the worst article written in any of these ever. This is so useless. Was it's it he wouldn't because he couldn't or he couldn't because he wouldn't? He He couldn't because he wouldn't. He couldn't because okay. he wouldn't, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Why not? I know. (laughs) The reporter. So, how did you do all that? I can't. Uh, Boy, this guy's this guy's a real pickle. Can you give away? You have two heads. I know you have just one trick that you do, but can you give it away? I have one head, and it's fairly empty. How did you do that? (laughs) He is not to be blamed either, because he has a winner in his act, and would be foolish to give it away. Ugh. So he understands. This is like, this is, it's like when an idiot yes, loves yes. your stand-up, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> it really is. You're like, "Okay, I guess as long as you uh, as long as you follow me, that's fine." A physician says that it is simply. So he went to a doctor. He went and talked to a doctor. The report. He needed answers. This is this is good journalism. Is... He wanted answers about how he's flopping his head around so much. <laughs> the man wouldn't give him the like... answers, so he went to a professional. This is great. Great documentary. This is a great doc. Great doc. <laughs> Interview the man. Now I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm pissing David for doing that. (laughs) Can you imagine this doctor? So, what's the trouble today? Oh, I'm quite healthy. (laughs) So, I saw a fake Egyptian, and he's not real. He had paint on his face, but he did a handstand, and his head clocked backwards and forwards. What do you call that? How did he do it? Sorry, just what? moving your head around. He, blew, <laughs> no, but he didn't move his head around. It was full on like a pendulum. So he clearly either wasn't his head or he had some major problems. How did he do it? Can you? Just so tired Maybe of trying to figure it. I'm office. a reporter. No, I don't think you are. No, I am. No. And I, oh, in case oh. you're wondering, yeah, I asked him. He was a real cagey prick about it. <laughs> he wouldn't tell me. You believe this guy? <laughs> so... Is it his you're the guy spine who, or his the guy head? The story about <laughs> and before the, you ask, he wasn't a clock man. You're the guy who did the story about the the girls flipping their hands up, and there's the church with the. That what did you, they right? do? <laughs> did you ever get to the bottom of that one? I tell you, this is just some wild stuff we got going on at that extremely racist event we all attend every week. Uh, a physician said it is simply a complex relaxation of the muscles of the neck after the doctor the wanted of... him to go so bad. He's like, yeah, he just uh, he was really calm. In- interesting. Interesting. <laughs> he was really calm. Interesting. Uh, a relaxation of the muscles of the neck after the manner of snapping the wrist. I also have a lot of blood in my stool. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> While I'm here, I may as well bring it up. 
<laughs> my stool is redder than brown, Doc. <laughs> I don't. The manner of snapping the wrist as practiced by the Del Sartine disciples. What? I don't know what just happened. Yeah, the doctor was. I mean, the doctor. Oh, this is what I'm going to throw in some absolute bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he does. The doctor is also an idiot. <laughs> the doctor's like, this is. Because yeah. Sheila, clear the afternoon appointments. <laughs> We've got a rubbernecking Egyptian. <laughs> the, the Egyptian guy comes back to New York and he goes, man, there's a town of fucking idiots. You can make a I found Rubesville. <laughs> uh,. Others declared that they got a sidelong glance at Ovio, and they say nothing but the skin and flesh held his head on. They think he unhinges a joint or two of the vertebrae and then shackles it together again when he gets through. It's a gruesome, mysterious act. Anyway, you can fix it. Okay. I- I'm coming back around a little bit on this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly doing something that looks cool. Uh, yeah. It can't go on for very long. Also, uh, I'm going to dismiss the taking apart your vertebrae <laughs> explanation and putting doctor. it back together. I got to say, I have seen, I have seen. There are these performers. I think one of them might have passed away now, but they were a duo, and they would perform, and they would walk on all fours, and their head would just like be like this, but like down. They weren't doing a handstand. They're on all really? fours. Their head would bubble down, and they would swing like a pendulum. This is all coming back to me. And it did look amazing. That was a whole act was swinging the head. I'm going to see if I can find out what their name was. I remember this I'm, now. And I'm it was amazing. It too. But it didn't make me think they've disconnected their vertebrae. I just thought they've gone relaxed and they're just like flopping. You can flop anything around. You can flop a wrist around. You can flop a head around. I don't know why don't... They're, they're getting quite so worried about it. <laughs> well, they, it's 1899. So yeah. There's nothing going on. Nothing. Okay, so they're called the the pair I saw doing this was called Osseous Labyrinth. I'm probably saying this wrong. O S S E U S L A B Y R I N T, and they have been working since 1989. And yeah, they do oh, this crazy whoa. thing with their head. And I do and remember seeing it, be... thinking this is kind of amazing. I mean, I'm sure if you really like work the like stretch you do a, it. a crazy and oh and okay it. this is embarrassing because i know where i saw them now um they're in this is an embarrassing fact tool about me, but i like tool if you've watched the schism music video they're in that and there's a head bobbling going on in that video and i think that's okay. what this journalist saw back then that really fucked him up your reporting on this guy's article is better than this guy's reporting on the show <laughs> <laughs> I like that he tricked. I mean, a lot of journalists, they won't leave the newsroom. You know, they won't even pick up the phone. This guy, he like got out of the newsroom. He went to this racist show, went home, thought about it, wanted more information, booked a doctor, went in to see a doctor. He's doing a lot of legwork. This is good. This is good journalism. I approve of this. The doctor's appointment is my favorite. By the way, I would just like to point out what you described as a a journalist who won't leave uh, the office and doesn't pick up the phone. It's called a guy who makes stuff up. That's uh, (laughs) a... There's no... Yeah. I just feel a lot of people do that now. I feel there's a lot of people that aren't out and about. They're just like stuck at a desk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I like this guy. I like that he got out and he booked that doctor's appointment. He, yeah. He's won me he's over a little bit. He win. He's, he's won me over a little bit. Such a weird Bear. article. Seeing a sh- like seeing a magic trick you don't understand and then writing an article about it. Yeah, that's it really what is. is getting me. It's, it's so the weird. idea. Yes. It's the idea. Like, Instead your editor's of like, your editor's like, what's the story? It's like I don't know how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the article? I just I want to try to I'm gonna try to let figure me, it out while I write it. You, you, you know, let me talk to a doctor and I'll get back to you. I'm, I'm gonna just... literally type out what I think it might be, and I'll go see a doctor. I think he turned his neck into a balloon. If every I, I gotta be. <laughs> Of a magician. Every David Copperfield review is just like a giant investigation every, into like how every, he's doing it. And no one knows. They're just like desperately trying to figure it out. Every, like a, every magic trick is like an article. Well, he was suddenly upon a beach. <laughs> I talked to a lifeguard and he doesn't know what happened. I like the idea of you sinking in like the New York Times is all the resources into like a daily episode yeah. just trying to like unpack a trick. <laughs> so My weird. God! I've seen a man cut in half. 
So where did the rabbit come from? <laughs> it would be good. I would like to see a modern treatment of this. With uh, resources and it's science. Like, it's like the, the guy writing about the prestige. All right. <laughs> Let's talk numbers. What the hell's going on over there? Well, I won't tell you my trick. Well, I talked to a doctor, and he doesn't think he can do it. How about that? You throw a little gear in your grinder. I used to have a really good practice, but now I just deal uh, I, money off mostly this. I'm Doctor Tricks about tricks. Hello, <laughs> I'm Tada the physician. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Ambulance missing. Okay. Uh, a man. That would steal an ambulance would ordinarily be considered a pretty mean sort of fellow, but it looked as though that this is what somebody had done Friday evening. There was a death in a certain portion of the city, and an undertaker was called. He left the horse and ambulance standing by the curb and went to the house for the remains. This is shitty. When he started to come out, he found that his Outfit had disappeared as completely as though the earth had opened it and swallowed it. Well, it's just gone. I, mean, I, whoa, know, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, that. I do too. Oh, Get this guy writing more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What an image. So I talked to a doctor and he said that you can't fall into the earth. <laughs> so trying to get to the bottom of that one too. This doctor is not happy with me. Another horse has been swallowed by the earth. <laughs> okay. Uh, for a time, it was thought that it had been stolen, but it seems that the truth of the matter was that the horse had got tired of waiting and so walked over to Taylor's stable where he is kept like and went the in. story a lot more. <laughs> the horse was really just pure. like, it went from villain to hero like, real fast. So the horse is like, there's food over here. So... You know, when your ambulance it can be motivated by oats, that's not great. That's never. Really well, they didn't great. tie the horse up; they just left the horse nope. sat there. I guess they're yep. in a rush to get it's, in for yeah, to find still. The, the patient. Yep. The horse. Is well, just it's like... not a patient; it's a dead guy. Oh, oh well. Dead. well, yeah, tie up the horse. There's no rush. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really on the horse's side. Majorly on the horse's side. The guy's yeah. dead. The horse is like, I'm gonna eat. Well, they found him and uh, took him back to finish his duties. So. Oh. We had to go back to work. Still, just like we found the ambulance. It's running and shitting with its friends. <laughs> How many Ooh, times do we have uh... to tell this horse? He's an ambulance. <laughs> You're not a horse, Patches. <laughs> New telephone. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, 1899. A great many people are being attracted to number 11 exchange street by the exhibit of the new England automatic telephone company. So interesting. Cause I have no clue when any of this shit actually happens. Spoiler. And, um, it's always so interesting to me, like when this starts, like, if you imagine 1899, if someone's like, you can call someone, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What, what is yeah, this? this is like, I'm going to go talk to is, a doctor. This is like when, um, when a new uh like the iphone came out yeah right it's one of these moments where you're like what yeah. or like the car phone yeah um a room has been fitted up uh that's not a word at uh okay a room has been fitted up as a miniature telephone exchange and the attendants are prepared to demonstrate all that is claimed for the new system for this telephone of the future, it is claimed that it will be operated so cheaply that it will be within the reach of everyone. Your minutes roll over. By means of the system, the necessity of a third person at the central office is done away with for any subscriber can call they're up killed? the person he wishes to talk with. They, they no, killed they're, them? Just, they're just firing them. They're, oh, they're not. God. It's just. Jesus Christ. It's, it's was scary. Phone to I phone. understand that. Don't it was need scary. that person. Yeah, yeah it's phone to yeah. phone. 
Yeah. We're going phone to phone. I love this. This is when exciting. The, and they're, now that people are reading this like, my God, this is incredible. Honey, they came up with a way to talk to your brother through space, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. <laughs> when the bell rings, the subscriber knows that he is wanted, for it does not ring this in his office. So, the bell? It's so great. <laughs> this is it's... amazing. This sentence. When the bell rings, the subscriber knows that he is wanted, for it does not ring in his office on any other number but his own. Isn't that a Metallica lyric? Um, <laughs> that is, it's so cute. Have you? It without is being cute. Kind of, it is like historically cute to be like, and then you know it's for you because your bell rang. And you're like, what? Everyone has my bell? Uh, no, 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 no. You have a bell. So I only know, and they have bells too. Oh, so we all get a bell ringing thing. I don't hate when, it. When I was young, we had a farm, and the farm phone would ring short rings if it was for a neighbor and long rings if it was for us. What? what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So we knew it'd be, it'd be like blink, blink if it was like the neighbor's getting the call if it was us it would ring like a regular oh that's wild that is wild yeah yeah how Um, old are you i'm 70 800 years old you're from a time when farm phones had different rings i mean dave i this is this is tough (laughs) to hear (laughs) (laughs) i didn't need to see some id it's kind of blowing my mind Dave, did you read this paper in 1899? <laughs> I was there. Yeah. You were there. You're like, Honey. Well, the minstrel shows thunder was stolen by a New York Egyptian. My God, I've seen the chicken neck Egyptian. <laughs> did you do Absolute... that thing when you were? Did you do that thing when my, my grandparents did it, where they pick up the phone and they just say their address? Oh, dude. Oh, no. That was, no. That's my no, we family that. in that's England. Crazy. I remember when you had to answer their phone. I won't even say the number, but you had yeah. to go, hello, city, 33851249, every time you answer. What? And I go over, yeah, every time I go over, Why? There, I go like, hello, city, 33841929. And people Why'd you like, have to do that? I it's guess a British thing. My, my was, grandma yeah, Monica was just, British. It's just it embedded. That's how you answer. You answered your phone with just so your they know they've rung the right place. Number. Yeah, it was as like soon as they rang, they go, oh no, didn't mean to ring that Look, number. I don't want to deal with thirty seconds of telling you this is the wrong number. Are you in or are you fucking? Out? <laughs> is this for you or not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I would answer the phone always. Hello, That's city three three nine. Yeah, always. That's so funny. Um, There's also that thing with old people with sometimes. I'm going to answer my phone. cell phone like that. I'm going to answer my cell phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hello, Gareth. And then say my phone number. There's that thing say where it. old people pick up the phone as well, grandparents, and they just sound genuinely terrified. They're like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Like the fucking monsters called them or say, something. Did I wake you up or is someone in your house? He- hello. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk. Just so Horrible. worried. <laughs> Is this the murderer? Is this the murderer? I'm under the bed. There's two of them. What? No, I'm kidding. What's going on, honey? (laughs) They say their number. Two double three. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Leads. (laughs) (sighs) Um, Absolute secrecy of communication is another point that is claimed by the company. The system is an no operation. Is in, mm-hmm. yeah. The Imagine. system is an, uh, right. The system is an operation at the White House in Washington, where the president can hold converse. It must be conversation, conversation with the various secretaries and chief clerks with absolute privacy. Cut to Trump on Twitter. Uh, the present exhibit is made by the New England Automatic Company at the request of the, I can't read that word, organized Dorigo Telephone Company in the city, which is, which will use the automatic instruments. So this was just blowing people's minds. Yeah, it, it would blow your mind. It, it would it's blow a pretty your big, mind. It's a pretty big jump. Right. 
It's like going yeah, from a computer to, a, I, uh, to a, uh, like an iPhone, basically. Yeah, like, oh, this is going to be in my pocket now? Well, because you were like, I'll go run and tell him. And you're like, you don't need to go run and tell him anymore. What? Yeah. All your run and tell are inside this bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, last one. All right. It is not an infrequent sight nowadays to see people using typewriters in railroad cars. <laughs> I just This is the magic just, guy, eh? Just I want to go back. And ping. I want to go back. Yeah. It, this it, is amazing. It, it is not uncommon. <laughs> back to a time when a man had to use a pencil and paper in a wagon. But now life is different. People are typing away in railroad cars. We're peaking. Small light machines are manufactured that can be carried around quite easily in an ordinary. Uh, <laughs> it's so uh, amazing to be like convenient. Well, I've got it all right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in an ordinary, let's say, specially built case and traveling men and others who are obliged to do considerable correspondence while on the road are taking very kindly to the typewriter. So it's guys who got to work on the road. It's like you know your mm-hmm. laptop, which what is I the never traveling really... man and others. Who are the others? What woman? What? Chinese. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I would have never thought that they were portable typewriters. They bought on brought on trains to do work. I would have just thought they just sat there and. You know, this is like be a little suitcase that you open up, and yeah, typewriters yeah. just sitting in the middle right. of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, as yeah. far as luggage goes, you were like so heavy. Just this heaving is gonna this suck. Around. This is Waiting. gonna suck. Yeah, <laughs> like like uh, yeah, like if I have my backpack full of like all my things, I'm like, this is a nightmare. <laughs> they were like, I've got my clothes and my milk and my typewriter. Uh, they find that they can operate it on the cars when they are in motion without being disturbed seriously by the jar, which would render it almost impossible to write legibly with a pen. Oh, I see. So that's the advantage. Yeah, because you, your writing is all squiggly, whereas if you're just tapping a key, beautiful and neat. Yeah. Still, every now and then there had to be an errant punch. You're probably like, God yeah, damn, not G, not F. What the fuck? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, it was a lot easier when you just had a squiggly mistype. Like, All right, Grandpa. <laughs> well, it was. Your kids and your bells. Your different rings. Uh, it is getting to be about as hard to select a typewriter as it is to select a bicycle. There are so many different makes. <laughs> oh, my God. So relatable. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> you imagine having to fucking bike around your typewriter? You're like, I would Red Death would be good. <laughs> oh my god! Unlike the wheels, however, the prices of typewriters have not yet been brought down so as to place a first class article in the hands of the ordinary working people at a reasonable figure. It's classic. It has been Weird. prophesized. For some time past, that typewriters of standard grades would come down to $25, just as bicycles did, but it is not apparent that they have done so. They love this bicycle comparison so much. And prophesied is such a dramatic way of saying predicted. It really is. It really is. You didn't prophesy anything. I looked at some numbers and made a prediction. What the hell? Well, I went to a doctor, (laughs) and he thinks at some point... Holy fuck. Um, Well, Uh, what a paper. Uh, That was a lot of fun, David. Um, You feel good? I love history. I feel good. No, I love journalism. I love these the the fucked up way we used to talk about things. It is. I mean, that's what's fascinating about your show. It is. It's crazy how we used to talk about things. It's fucking chaos. Yeah. No, I think it's always, it's so, what interests me always is like that, where I'm like, that's what always gets me, where I'm like, we do that, but we do this, but it's that. It's the emotion, the intent, the the human version of this is the same. Yeah. Because we're and so... I, guess, I mean, because the art of writing a news story for a newspaper is having, like, getting over the information in the most concise, clear way possible. And yeah. I'm sure at the time it was much clearer because you understood the language, but it still wasn't. And the precision is not there. Like It is yeah. a chaotic, so many words to get out a very simple concept. Yeah. 
really unusual. Yeah. With some yeah. weird metaphors. Word like... economy and yeah. <laughs> yeah um, well, what matters is you have five or six new documentaries you're going to start making mm-hmm. after this, and we're very wait. happy to help you with that. You um, know, I still have people approach me sometimes um, saying that I stole Tickled off you, like that you found Oh, my God. Are you kidding? And then I went and made wow. the dog it, which I, like I wow. appreciate and love. But a lot of people like didn't that. quite we understand like... that you were dolloping off a story I'd written. So they're just like, yes. you really didn't give enough we... credit to the dollop. Like, they had the whole story there, and you just sort of took it. We so like that. And that, I think there's a lot of podcasts who would probably try to, you know, help clarify that message, but we like it murky. Throws <laughs> <laughs> a little credit our way. We're, no, we're with I, it. I love it. I kind of love it. We're good actually. with it. It's good. We're good with it. <laughs> um, so funny. Well, thank you, David. So um, people should follow you at David Ferry. You're also a great follow. Yes. You are just like such a. Um, oh, thank truly, you. I try to be fun. Yes. You're going at it, going at it with going at it with the church people in New Zealand. And just so, yeah, you really are truly so, uh, so good at uh, at what you do. So, uh, Flightless Bird, uh, Mr. Oregon, Alamo Draft House. Um, yeah. Promote the website one more time because the film will come out. Oh, well, yeah, this will be Draft released. House. Yeah, Mr. Oregon. So, it's come out in theaters this week. Uh, Drafthousefilms.com slash Mr. Oregon. All the screening yeah. details there. I'm doing a bunch of Q&As around LA and New York. And it'll be out for... The crazy thing is, um, Taylor Swift is releasing her concert film in all the indie theaters on the 13th, which is when Mr. Organ is going wider. And so Taylor Swift is my mortal enemy right now. But also She's ruining football, too, so we have her. a common enemy. Yeah. Let's, let's get her, David. So Mr. Organ's big competition is the Taylor Swift. I see you beating her. I see you beating her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, all right, well, thank you, David. Um, and, uh, Some of these days You'll miss me, honey